Hey everybody, Joe Garofoli here, and I want to turn you on to something that isn't political, but it's really cool, and it actually contains a lot of political history. It's a new documentary podcast series debuting today from The Chronicle. It's about a serial killer from the 1970s who was known as The Doodler. I'll play an excerpt from it in a minute, but let me tell you a little bit about it first. The Doodler got his name from his penchant for drawing portraits of his victims, and he targeted men in the San Francisco gay community. He killed at least five. The attacks were particularly brutal, and he got away with it due to little evidence and a lack of attention at the time from both the media and from the police who had their hands full with the skyrocketing crime rate, including murder sprees by the Zodiac and the Zebra Killers. But the SFPD reopened the case in 2018, and they believe that the doodler is alive today. It's crazy stuff. Now, ordinarily, these kinds of stories aren't my thing. But in this case, it is, mostly because of the people who are telling it, starting with my longtime friend and colleague, Kevin Fagan. Kev is one of the best reporters and storytellers at the Chronicle, or anywhere for, for that matter, and he's got the biggest heart around. He's covered the Zodiac, as well as the Unabomber and mass murderers from coast to coast. He started his own investigation of the Doodler, and he teamed up with Mike Taylor, a former Chronicle reporter who's now a private eye. They lay out each fascinating detail of the story over eight episodes, the first two of which were released today. And you know who else helped put this together? The King, my buddy King Kaufman, the producer of my podcast. And he's here to tell us a little bit about it. King, you and I have both lived in the Bay Area for decades, and neither one of us had ever heard of the Doodler. And no one else I know has either. Why, why is that? Yeah, nobody that I know either. Uh, it's there's there are several reasons. You you mentioned one of them, the crime that was uh, exploding in the city in the mid seventies, the Zodiac Killer, the Zebra Killer, kind of overshadowed these. The Zebra Killers happened right before the Doodler. These were guys driving around the city randomly shooting people, and so that was much Jeez. scarier to the public than this other story of gay men being killed, which they really didn't hear about because the media didn't really cover it. Uh, there was sort of a, an idea like, ah, this is some stuff going on in the gay community and we don't really cover that. So it barely made the Chronicle. It barely made the San Francisco Examiner. The only real coverage of it at the time was in the San Francisco Sentinel, the gay newspaper. It was one of those things that just kind of slipped through the cracks. And we thought going into the story that the cops didn't care either, that the cops said like, eh, who cares? A bunch of gay guys getting killed. But Kevin Fagan found in reporting the story that, no, they really were trying. And uh, they investigated it hard and they had some suspects. And uh, they kind of thought at the time that they knew who it was, but they just couldn't put a case together because there were surviving victims and they would not come forward. It was still illegal at the time to be gay, and nobody wanted to come forward and be outed. Some of the surviving victims, one was reportedly a famous actor, and one was a diplomat, and uh, these guys were just not going to come forward and, and talk about how they were picked up in a gay bar and attacked. Now, this is the, the Chronicle's first true crime podcast. There's a lot of them out there. Why add another one? Well, that's a good question. It actually came to us, uh, this uh, film company, Ugly Duckling Films, a film studio in England, brought it to us. Uh, somebody had written a script on spec for them, and uh, they liked it, and they came to us to help with the reporting of it. And so uh, we decided to go in on it, and we really liked it because it's a look at a forgotten part of San Francisco history, and... Um, 
despite that, a lot of really familiar characters show up. Art Agnos is in it, the former mayor. Willie Brown is in it, former mayor. They were both prominent figures at the time. Uh, Harvey Milk shows up, and uh, and some of the San Francisco cops are uh, pretty well known if you're kind of into that kind of thing. Dave Toskey was a San Francisco cop, and the movie characters of Dirty Harry and Bullet were both supposedly based on his personal style. Also, Frank Falzone, who uh, arrested Dan White and who uh, was a big part of the Night Stalker case, he plays a prominent role in it. So there's just a lot of San Francisco social history around the uh, the uh, gay community in the mid 1970s and and how media played out. And it, we just we just fell in love with the story and uh, and Kevin fell in love with it and he wanted to do it and and he's he's just amazing in this show. All right, let's listen to an excerpt from episode one, which is live now wherever. You get your podcast. This emergency call was made on the night of January 27th, 1974. Forty-six years later, I'm standing on Ocean Beach at the spot where that body was found. And we're standing here at 48th and uh, Yaloa. It would have been right across from where we are. With me is Dan Cunningham, an investigator with the SFPD. At some point, when the police got there, the tide was rising, and his body was getting hit by the, the tide. To police in the 70s, right away it was clear that this was a murder victim. The San Francisco Examiner identified him two days later, towards the back, on page 42. Here's Dan Cunningham. Gerald Cavanaugh, who was a a Canadian man, uh, 49, 50 years old. The paper said that Gerald Cavanaugh was a furniture finisher. Whoever killed him had stabbed him 17 times in the chest, the back, and the stomach. 17 times. The article didn't include much other information. In fact, it was soliciting leads. Police provided a phone number for readers to call. So there's people that are out there that were uh, terrified, terrified when they started bringing it back up again and talking about it. It was almost like they didn't want me to come by to talk about it because all these feelings came back up again. Cunningham was in high school when Kavanaugh was found on this beach. But today, he's the guy tasked with this cold case and the cases of four other dead men, maybe more. All of them are linked to one suspected killer. Dan and I have been in touch for about two years. We trade information, but Dan can't give me too much. Technically, the investigation is still active. I'm Kevin Fagan. I've been a reporter at the San Francisco Chronicle for 28 years. I've covered the Zodiac, William the Freeway Killer Bonin and the Unabomber. I lived on the streets of San Francisco for six months to understand the struggles of the homeless. I care about the forgotten and the marginalized people at the heart of this city. And there's one case, one unsolved case, that still angers me, confounds me. Between 1974 and 1975, San Francisco was victimized by one of the most prolific killers of gay men in modern history. Police still don't know who this killer was, but they do know how he did what he did. 
He preyed on people in queer neighborhoods across the city, in the Tenderloin, Polk Gulch, and the Castro. He went to gay bars, places with disco music blasting and men dancing. They say this killer watched them, maybe while leaned up against the bar or sitting in the corner of the room. He'd pick someone, then he would draw, sketching their portrait on a cocktail napkin. Once he showed that man their picture, they were his. The killer would tell his target that he wanted to go somewhere more private. They'd leave the crowded bar behind, and the next morning, the man he had sketched was dead. And that's how this killer earned his name, The Doodler. Most people in San Francisco at the time never even heard about The Doodler. His murders weren't headline news. They were missed by the mainstream media, relegated to the back pages of the San Francisco Chronicle. The Doodler didn't even make it into the paper by name until January of 1976, well after his last victim was identified. The question is, why? There was a lot of stuff going on. There was Zebra, there was Zodiac, there was Doodler. So there were a lot of mysterious, random murders. I feel like it was overlooked, maybe just because it had to do with the gay population. People were getting mugged, people were getting harassed, people were getting beaten. And the doodler took it to another level is that he was killing people and getting away with it because the police didn't, to be honest with you, care. It's been 46 years since the doodler lurked in San Francisco. And it might seem strange that a prolific murderer went unnoticed for so long, but police at the time didn't have all the information, tools, and context at our disposal today. And that's why, to get to the bottom of this case, I have to go back to the beginning. That's what this podcast is all about. Putting together what the cops have already found with a new investigation. Mine. I want to chase down the doodler, talk to victims' families, friends, Anyone who will get me closer to understanding what happened all those years ago. This story stretches from Concord, California to Bamberg, Germany. I've interviewed retired investigators, online sleuths, drag queens, and queer historians. I've talked to sisters and daughters. And I'm still chasing leads on one anonymous actor and a foreign diplomat involved in the case. This is by no means open and shut. Listen to this series carefully and let us know if anything you hear in this show jogs a memory of yours. We've got a police sketch on our website, thedoodlerpod.com. And if you've got a tip, you can call us at 415-570-9299. From the San Francisco Chronicle, Ugly Duckling Films, and Neon Hum Media, this is the untold story of The Doodler. There you have it, The Doodler, from The Chronicle with Ugly Duckling Films and Neon Hum Media. Episodes 1 and 2 are available now wherever you get your podcasts. You can see police sketches and learn more, and maybe even leave a tip if you know something, at thedoodlerpod.com.